Are you happy with that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now all I can see when I look at the number two over there on the dry erase board is is Abe Lincoln's hat. <laughs> uh, turn funny. this down just, yeah, just a little bit. You want yeah, less? Just a, just a hit. Yeah, that's perfect. How's that? Oh, that is very that's nice. It's too low for me because I have senior ears these days. Oh, do you really? Yeah. You think you have hearing problems? Huh? I think it's, I've noticed in the last like maybe six months I'm saying, huh? More? I, you know, I am too. I think it's more of a comprehension. Like I have a lot of stuff. There's Oh, you think you just don't understand stuff anymore? No, I think I have just a lot of stuff blasting around in my head. So I'm constantly thinking like something's always on my mind. And then somebody talks to me and I'm like, I don't, you're saying words to me. I'm, I'm not understanding. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm focused because I mean, my, my brain's basically an empty cell. It's just sitting there just yeah. like, hey. like twirling a yo-yo. Like, oh, no, no, no. no. It's like the, it, you know, like on your Mac when it's doing something, the pinwheel, it's yeah. just, it's just sitting there just pinwheeling. Yeah. Pinwheeling, yeah. not much else going on there. Yeah. Okay. I get that. All right. Well, let's do a podcast. You want to hop Rem- right into this? You remember doing How do a we podcast? start this? <gasps> this is a podcast. Life Adventures with Pete and Simpson. two guys talking about their travel and life adventures across the world dear friends sorry we've should, been gone should forever. we yeah should we start it with a disclaimer being like hey, hey. sorry I, I think we did it yeah i, I think there, there is it, is. it? Hey. there it is hey sorry <laughs> hey sorry we'll try to do more better next time more betterer more betterer clearly we don't know what we're doing oh, oh. which kicks into our, our next <laughs> podcast where have we been that is a great question i don't know where we we've been. have been notably i guess you'd call this off the air absent absent when was the last we probably should have looked this up yeah, when was the last time we put a podcast november out? or early december yeah that yeah. sounds about right and yeah. it is now currently late February Something. 2021. Ooh, boy. <laughs> so one of the things that we're going to talk about <laughs> is a trip down to Austin, which yes. uh, we discovered uh, we're really good at flying and we really kind of suck. Really suck at podcasting. At podcasting. <laughs> yeah. So we had a couple boo-boos uh, on that day. I well, will I will own the responsibility for but that. This that was is 100% my Both fault. our names are on this podcast. So That's fair. And I appreciate you jumping on that grenade. I want to I, I just on me. curl up to that grenade and just make sure that you don't get any shrapnel in your eye. And you're like... Let me be all your own. Let me be all your own. God, I can't get that song out of my head. Well, now it's on the air forever. Yeah. Yeah. So where have we been is the title of this and the question that we're going to answer in this podcast. We had great- Are we going to answer it? We're going to answer it. We <laughs> okay. have to answer it. So we had some great episodes in the can for- Well, to be fair, not like the bathroom, the can. No, we, we no, had, no, no, We had recorded- Or like a can of tomatoes. We, Definitely not there. What was it? Three episodes, I think we did? Three episodes. Yeah, we had recorded three of them. One were. was on a very special special one on location. Yep. It was a special on location episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, one of those super cheap ones that- it Involved an airplane for yep. us to go record it? Yep. yep. Yeah. 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 You know. Dropped the ball on that one. So- 
one thing when you're podcasting and you're using equipment like what we use to make our voices sound so rich and full of life <laughs> is fancy microphones, a mixer board and a computer and some other doodads in between. And I've just I've, I've, I've un- unleashed the uh, the behind the curtains of how the secret sauce is made. Over well, here. And maybe in 2020, when we start doing the video side of things, they'll see how lovely it is. We really got to clean up this room before we do video. Yeah, stuff. we should probably. Yeah, this looks probably. like this looks like a dude lives here alone yeah oh wait a minute oh hey oh what do you know you know what surprise Mm, that that shoe fits uh so one of the things when you're using equipment such as this and you're recording it into a computer is there is a button inside one of the menus that you click on that determines which microphones it's going to use Mm -hmm. so whether or not it's going to use this fancy elaborate high-end microphone audio system or the real shitty small speaker that's inside the MacBook Air, which is a great computer. Don't great get me wrong. computer. Not good with Not the mic. Good with so I, and only I, and I appreciate you jumping on this grenade because it's both of us, but really it was me making the mistake, did not hit said button. For yeah. three different episodes, two of them were specials. Two were special with, episodes with guests with that guests, we had, yeah. and one of them was a recap of 2019, which we'll we'll get into and we'll redo you for it on that one right here, folks. Right <laughs> <laughs> from Montana now? Yeah, I think so. Jesus. Oh man. So let's talk about that episode that may come out in the future in a reformatted and re okay in a, a re-recorded uh, edition. So we flew down to Austin to yep. see Pete's brother, yep. who has an amazing story, which we'll not even give any glimpse to in this because I don't want to give it away. Yep. He went to a crazy country, <laughs> a very bizarre country. Yep. No, I, wouldn't, I shouldn't say bizarre, a, a different It's country. off the beaten path. Off sure. the beaten path, totally on brand to what we're trying to do with this podcast yep. and open you up to different places. Fits that mold perfectly. We flew down to Austin, recorded it in his house. Uh, in a series, which we'll talk about again. Had some delicious tacos. Delicious tacos, yep. uh, which apparently is, uh, I didn't realize that that taco place is like a well-known taco place outside of just Austin. Oh, but really? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Chef Show. Oh, really? They go to it in the Chef Show. Well, on the, the newer ones or the... I don't know if it's a newer one. Because they just came out with... Oh, no, 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 no. It was it was season two. Oh, season two. When they two. went to go visit Franklin Barbecue. Oh, yeah, They yeah, went yeah. to the taco place. And yeah. I was like, wait, we've been there. Anyway. The problem is I only watch that show at like 1030 at night when I'm laying in bed. And I'm like, I just... You know what I want? I want to uh-huh. watch food right as I'm trying to fall asleep. Well, no. Normally, we watch them like right as we're eating. So, it kind of solves that. Man, that looks really good. And then it makes you dissatisfied with what you've chosen for dinner. Yeah. My uh, nut puree with a... Uh, Grape reduction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not in a, on a brioche. On a brioche. No, I, I'm having like a a slightly warm taco. <laughs> no, that's not true. No, Jen Jen normally cooks dinner for us, well, and it's, not, it's normally amazing. Is that the name of your sex tape? Slightly warm taco. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's disgusting. Anyway, oh, so man. let's talk about the flight because that's yep. a, one thing that we can at least recap. There, unfortunately, wasn't too much. Uh, as far as audio or video that we recorded during that. But it was a great flight. It was kind of a low overcast day that extended basically the entire route of the flight. And it was, I think it was a a great opportunity, a great flight. We have never flown together. Yep. Um, And I think that it was a great experience for both of us. Yeah, it was just jumping right in, both feet, yeah. Yeah. I think it was good. Uh, Do you have any kind of things that you remember from it now it being literally two months ago yeah i really enjoy those types of ifr days where it's 
It is. It is. It's proper IFR. Mm. I mean, we went down to almost minimums getting into Austin, but it's it's not turbulent. Mm-mm. It's not. There's no convective activity in there. There's not a lot of heavy precipitation. It's just low ceilings. Yeah, and the the layer. It was a, a, a cloud layer that kind of hugged the ground up to a couple hundred feet above the ground, and then maybe a, a thousand feet. Yeah, we went through air. a bunch of layers. Yeah, I, I really well, do on the enjoy, way down there is what I'm saying. Yeah, I really do enjoy the the IFR flying like that. That's that that's enjoyable for me. Yeah. Plus, I also enjoy going into busier, bigger airports because they make you fly the approach pretty fast. No, they don't make you. No, they, they tell do. you. They make you. So just it's an unwritten rule, Simpson. For those pilots out there, I have never heard a tower. <laughs> Call a airplane that is flying a on piston single engine? a piston single engine airplane that is flying on the approach to tell them to slow down. Never heard that. And that we got that. You know what? It's happened to me once before. And I was uh, because I was closing in on uh, I was second aircraft on the approach. Yep. First aircraft was a TBM. Oh, you know, one of the, was, the fastest turbine engine. Yes, single I was engine closing engine. on a TBM and I was only, and I wasn't flying because I was going into Bedford in IFR. And that TBM was doing like 90 on the ILS. I will say in the world and the industry that we work in, you have a wide variety of uh, pilots that operate their aircraft in a specific way. And I think a lot of them do fly approaches slow, almost too slow. Yeah. And I I will get... I know I give you a hard time about the approach, but it was fine. There was no, ever, there was never a situation that we were in that could have been unsafe. No, I put that bitch right on the right on the numbers. Uh, I don't think you did. I think you actually. Well, I put it in the thousand foot marks, yeah, which I'll, is where you're supposed to land uh, when you're on the approach. Uh, so yeah, I think it was a great flight. I, I I think that flying together was a great experience since we've never done it before, and it, it's yeah. it's always a kind of that that big question mark when you get two pilots into a, an airplane together. And yeah, is this going to work? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a different relationship in it, the airplane, right? It's clashing personalities. You you obviously fly differently than I fly, and but we've trained at a lot of similar places right. throughout our careers. So right, we have a lot of the same probably habits in terms of how we conduct ourselves in the cockpit sure. because of the similar training. Yeah, uh, granted, yes, I do fly a little bit faster on an approach than most right. people do. But, but you also go into larger, you're typically going into larger airports yeah. where my recent flying has been into smaller, very quiet airports and so I can do whatever I want, really. Kyle, at some point in the future when we have him on and yep. he does the opposite style of flying, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll justify the fact that I can actually fly a slow approach yes. and I can get into a very tiny little runway as I have proven to him uh, at least once. Yeah, Kyle, who normally can only operate the airplane out of a posted stamp. <laughs> yes, a crooked runway. A crooked runway that has cow pies in the middle of it. Yeah. Yes, well, that helps you, you know, get off the ground faster. So that was right before Christmas. Yep, that was the that weekend was, yeah, before, Christmas, weekend before Christmas. Christmas was right in the middle, uh, the end of last year. So, of the week uh, rather. So let's talk about Christmas. Uh, so Christmas was great for Christ- for me because it was it was two weeks off from mm-hmm. from work, which was um, a fire drill towards the end of the year because it's 2019 going into 2020 yeah. we sell that adsb stuff and there was a it, deadline that well, that was the deadline yeah this the world the world was becoming the future yeah right before our, and then nothing happened yeah, no. uh, i know i was expecting right you're expecting this like pitchfork yeah, and I thought, kind of craziness I thought flying cars would show up the day of on yeah. january 1st like it's the future it's the future everybody's living in, in the clouds on their little floating houses no? no we're living in the cloud we just don't know how it operates uh, thanks internet thanks internet yeah it was good uh we had uh the, the wife and kids were here and we maybe like 20 percent overdid it on the gifts 
Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's better first, than under giving. It's our first married couple wedding. So, you know, we kind of went hard in the paint, I think. Yeah. We'll probably dial it back. I mean, I felt a little bit like Oprah on Christmas morning. I was like, you get a pair of shoes and you get a pair of every, every single person that was here Christmas morning got shoes. Really? Including me. But I bought the one side. I, I, like, <laughs> I was like, I want to be the only one not getting shoes. It's actually the shoes I'm wearing right oh, now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I like those. I like those ones. Yeah. So for, we were in the same boat. We, yep. It was our first married Christmas and it was super low key. Jen, I think it was the night before. Yeah. The night before she had made this nice little ham and it was, it was great. You know, it was just her and I, it was something that was kind of a departure because it was really the first time that we never did something with the families. Yeah. Like either my parents or typically on Christmas Eve, it's Jen's family that we hang out with. Yep. So uh, it was weird not being a part of that for the first time and blah. Six years, five years, yeah, whatever it's like it is. A, it's like a growing up moment where you're like, I'm doing holidays on our own. Now, yeah. I guess. And it's at one point it's exciting because you're like, yeah, this is the future. And then the other point you're like, oh, this is a turning point. Yeah, this is. Yeah. So it, it was it's kind of mixed emotion. And then we came over here on Christmas Day, which was nice. Yep. We had a really good time. We uh, yeah, we had quite a quite a feast. Yeah. There oh, was a lot man. of food. There was a lot of food. And <laughs> then we had a lot of people. Yeah. Random. Not random, but we had no. a, a collection of folks that were all here. My parents were here. My brother was here. There were a bunch of animals here. Yep. <laughs> there was I think, kids here. There were, you know, a couple co-workers were here. I think know. that was nice. It was kind of like one of those. It was delicious the, uh, food, but it was like an informal thing. Well, it was the essential holiday, right? It was yep. like the what the holidays were all about. It's people just coming over, hanging out for a few, going off and doing their own thing. So it was kind of, I yep. think it was very to the root of the holiday, if yep. that makes sense, and is super sappy. I uh, strongly injured my wife on that day. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to admit to that. Due to a uh, scenario of horseplay. Yep. Um, Tom Foolery yes. in the kitchen. My dear friend Thomas Foolery mm -hmm. was in the house, and she uh, she fell on the... She uh, tried to karate kick you? She did try to okay. karate kick me, and I caught her foot, and yeah. she was wearing socks on a tile floor. So. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so that resulted in a... A bum, a oh. bum injury. Is <laughs> a, a butt injury. Uh, so why is which is all healed? So speaking of potential or, or injuries and potential injuries, yeah. we have hoverboard up on the board. We do have hoverboard on the board. Oh cause, yeah, because because my my stepdaughter got a hoverboard for Christmas. Yeah, which we all took turns thinking we knew how to operate. Oh yeah. Oh, I've I've, I've snowboarded before. What's the big deal? Yeah, I, I mean, I've this. stood up before. I can yeah. probably do this thing that moves. And not, not only was it the hoverboard aspect of it, but instead of doing, I don't know, the sensible thing and taking it outside, we decided to do it inside. Yeah. You know, because there's no obstacles and no potential hazards in your kitchen. She hated taking it outside also, by the way. Oh, she really? would only do it in the house. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because she thought she'd be... I don't know why. Huh. Well, yeah. Anyway. I, got her, I got her to go outside with it once and she was like, this is not for me. And I did not understand. Yeah. But, so you know. We're trying to operate this hoverboard in a, what, seven by seven square yep. of kitchen. And there's windows on one side. There's a, a, a refrigerator and walls and, you know, all the all the safe obstacles that you could totally put your head yeah, through yeah. and not have a spinal injury. Stainless steel is very forgiving. Very forgiving. Very yep. forgiving. So we tried to ride that around and that was a lot of fun. I almost bit it a number of times. Samesies. Yep. So, but it's a, it's that thing of like, oh, I think I'm getting the hang of it. Nope, 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 nope. And then everybody's trying to tell you what to do from outside, and you're like, shut up, I'm going to break a leg. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, it's one thing we forgot to kind of gloss over or we forgot to make mention of and we kind of glossed over or didn't even gloss over is that we're going to a new format this season for podcasts. Oh, yeah. We did skip over that. Yeah. Mm. But that's okay. We can talk about it right now. So let's take a pause. What do you know? A tangent in our podcast. That's never going to change. That's on brand. That's on brand. Yep. So this season, what we've decided is to run shorter episodes. And we're, we're officially calling this season two. This is season two. Yep. So this is our 20th episode. Can you believe that? I, I can believe that. Yes. Okay. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Considering it was about a well, year ago. And, you know, the other thing, by calling this season two gives us plausibility for why we've been absent for close oh, to yeah, 90 days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. A, this is the off season, guys. It's the off season. You don't even know. Yeah. All the cool shows totally put their... Uh, their podcasts on hold for the holiday season. Yeah. And well, then don't actually, come back. some of the ones I listen to do. Oh, dang it. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so. we're going to a new format. It's going to be a little bit shorter episodes. We're going to try to condense things a little bit so that way we're uh, a little bit more digestible for you ears out For there. the listener. Yeah. So just something to, to think about as we go into tw- uh, season two. I was going to say into 20 episodes. We've but. also, in the, the past, uh, while we've been off two the months. Year, two months. I think it's three, three months. Well, three. off the air, three months. Yeah. Yeah, it's been closer to three. Sorry. Uh, we have received quite a bit of feedback and we encourage our listeners to uh, continue to provide us feedback. Uh, I've, you may experience in the 2020 season language that is slightly more saltier than the previous language. Adult language. Adult content. Explicit. Is it explicit? explicit? No, yeah, it's explicit. explicit. Technically, technically, it'll, yeah. technically, it'll change We should have rating. figured out what the actual term or the, the, the uh, what is it, the... Uh, that you put before an episode, the uh, disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah, we should have come yeah. up with some disclaimer language because you could have read it really well. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I, to be honest, I'm never going to be able to hit it like the first time. That first that time? Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, that was, yeah. You did it once. I don't ever have to do it again. No. Because yeah, it's yep. never going to be as good as that was. No. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. So, so, so we'll try to be a little bit more. Um, I, I've been told uh, that I'm substantially less opinionated on the podcast than I am in real life. True. Except for with regards to the Orlando airport, which oh. is just a shithole. Wait, so hang on. <laughs> Hilarious that you bring that up because at the end of last year, it won the best airport in the country. I'm telling you, it's because the people that go to that airport aren't your seasoned travelers. It's the people that live in middle America. No offense, middle America, but it's not a popular Flyover place, state. Who come out of Paducah, Kentucky on their regional jet. And land in Orlando. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, this has a Chick-fil-A in the middle of it. This place is amazing compared to theirs that has a vending machine. That's the difference of it. So I'm going to challenge you. Uh-huh. I don't think Orlando Airport has a Chick-fil-A in the middle oh of it. Oh, my God. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know. Because I'm just, I'm just head down. Just get me through this place. Just, oh, just get me through. Hey, uh, looking ahead to the other episodes that we have coming up here, uh, we're going to be doing an episode, well, we're going to cover 2020, where we're going, but also, guess where we're going this year? Where are we going? Orlando. <sighs> <laughs> why, are, why are we going to Orlando? N-B-A-A. Do you 2020. want a list of all the attendees of the N-B-A-A? No. I can get you a better hotel rate. Where are you staying? <laughs> What's uh, your rate? There's a cardboard you box on I-4 underneath the overpass that uh, oh, I get the really sales team. Place. Yeah. It's, it's like a day's in, but it's like, it's just a day's. It's just days. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a yeah. So How many hours do you need? <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's get back into where we've been. So after Christmas, I think yeah. we did a little bit of traveling, um, both you and I. You know, I, I went through a time period from the week of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. until mid-January where I hadn't traveled. Yeah. And it had actually been a month earlier than that it was the first time it was the last time I had traveled for work. Mm-hmm. So it had been close to three months um, between tra- trips for me, which in the nine years that I've been with my current employer is hands down the longest time I've been stationary. Sure. For that. Uh, f- for, for a period of time. For that period of time. Yeah. So I was eager to get back on an airplane when I went flying in uh, in January. Unfortunately, it ended up being a three-week trip, which uh, is you packed for <laughs> really ripped the bandaid off hard. Yeah, I would say not only did you have to pack for two totally different climates, yep, but you had to pack three weeks worth of. And granted, to you, be fair, when I left, it was only a two-week trip, right? And it changed you know, mid-trip to a three-week trip, so uh, I did do laundry several times on that trip. And I think you know the one thing for people that don't travel professionally, the way I like to like describe it is you know you've got your five favorite shirts yep that you just take with you everywhere you go right and then that's your that's what you've got and constant rotation. maybe two pants yeah i mean i bring i usually bring two pairs of jeans which yeah. is the primaries uh-huh. and the backup and backup in case something happens in case you have a you ever out. you ever yeah you ever ripped your jeans like you ripped like you ripped the you, ass of your jeans well honestly yeah it's the worst i i have i have ruined jeans setting trade show boots up yeah yeah and they just get filthy and for the most part i'm not gonna wash them on the road so i'm like all right now i'm wearing well, that's a rookie mistake you should wear shorts while doing setup i don't because it gets hot in there well no because they have the doors open and oh yeah it wasn't that warm there it wasn't well when we were doing setup it wasn't that warm and yeah. it got real cold but no for the most part i don't i don't those types of shows i don't do I've, shorts I've, everything I've, else i do shorts maybe four pairs of jeans or pants that i've destroyed in my lifetime have ripped mm-hmm. Uh, just inside the pocket. Yep. And just blown that out. And I'm maybe like, uh, you know, 50% boxers guys. Sometimes yeah. it's just, you know, get up and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you rip that, you're, you know, you're on a, you know, sexual predator list. And I, <laughs> if I you're prefer- a school zone, we call that a bonus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I try to avoid that at all costs. So I do bring two pairs of jeans with yeah. me everywhere I go. I normally overpack when it comes to it, but the, the same things. I overpack the same thing, you know, and making it worse that it's two separate climates, you know, the Northeast yeah. and Southern California was there was a suits involved in the oh. Southern California trip. So I had three jackets with me, which I really need to take out of my suitcase. They're actually still folded in my suitcase. So they're going to look like, yeah, you know, I got, like I got mine. Chips when I get them out of there. So for me, right after Christmas, I, I traveled with my wife up to Boston to go celebrate the Christmas season with, uh, our families. How was the weather up there? Uh, so it was nice when we got there. Nice-ish. There was maybe some showers. And then... I don't think they get a lot of snow this year. They did not. They have, but they've gotten a couple of cold Doesn't spells. Doesn't always make you upset when you live in Texas and they don't get a lot of snow up there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get coming to bummed out. Come on, just, just bury little, them. Just bury them a couple of times. Yeah. So... It can melt. Well, we... So when we were coming back, so we, we went up the day after Christmas and then came back New Year's Eve. And when we came back New Year's Eve that morning, or excuse me, the day before, it had started snowing, sleeting, freezing rain. Yep. And it was just, you know, mess, a garbage. And when we were picking up the rental car from the airport, I was like, Jen, we should get a an, a four-wheel drive car just to be on the safe side. Let's yep. not get stuck somewhere in a, you know, a Corolla or something like that. So we got a, a four-wheel drive car. And thankfully we did because it had snowed the day before we were leaving into the morning that we left. And we were on an earlier flight, like an 8 a.m. flight. So we had to be 
you know, leaving at three or four, something along those lines. And the roads weren't that great. We were taking some side roads. I think there were some some accidents and whatnot that we had to take kind of the detour around to get to Boston from New Hampshire. Always so, a fun time. Always a fun time. And the roads are so direct there. Yeah. And the other thing too, <laughs> is that now I'm driving on roads that, so I've driven up there obviously for 20 years of my life, but not in this area. And also not on the side roads, these like random roads. So I'm yeah. like, trying to figure out and time things. And you obviously want to carry momentum and stuff with snow. So yeah, anyway, we, we had a great time up there with the family. Uh, my mom actually just left from this past week separately. So it was good to see them in a, a kind of a quick turnaround time in two months. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a great time, great trip up there. It's you know always exciting to see the family and especially now that families are growing, both, yeah. you know, in size and as also in just where we are in our lives. So it's really good. I know we just saw them at the wedding a couple months prior to that, three or four months prior to that. So it was really nice to finally have a nice, calm home environment to just relax. And yeah, I definitely think living away from your family, kind of for me at least, you know, makes it more impactful when I do get the chance to spend time with them. But yeah. unfortunately, they've all moved here now. So right, right. Yeah. For us, it's it, <laughs> we're not at that point yet. So everybody's still scattered around and we have to do some traveling to see everybody. But for the most part, it was a good trip. And then like to your point, this this trade show season had started. If you haven't figured it out already, our, our trade show season is what really dictates our travel schedule. And it, it kicked off real early this year. Normally, we have our first show starting in March, the beginning of March. So we'd be prepping for it right around now. Uh, for it to be either next week or, or the following week. Yep. And it started early this year. So it was kind of a compact schedule and has been a compact schedule because- And I'm not a fan of it starting early. Uh, I don't think anybody is. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk into that or talk about that in, a, in an upcoming episode here. So Let's talk about trade shows on our next episode. Oh, Ooh. wow. Yeah. That actually, boom. Boom. We're done. Yeah. No, it only took, it was like one, one, two, two, three. Words that rhyme. Words that rhyme. <laughs> and go. Words that rhyme. <laughs> yeah, no, it uh, it definitely made November, December, January end up being slower months. Right. And it's kind of nice because the actual business piece is actually pretty busy through November and December, at least for us. In January is kind of that, ah, yeah. kind of that relaxed and it wasn't moment that. and reset and sort of get the plan in place for what you're going to do for 2020. And with a trade show in that month, it just was like, hey, congratulations. It's a new year. Get right back at it right yep. now. And I was not, I uh, was not a fan of that. Well, for on my side, on the marketing side, it makes it really challenging too, because we use those down months to kind of, all right, let's take inventory of the booth. There's, you know, damage to the booth. Let's repair it before we're going to a show. Because the shows kind of fall, like for instance, at the end of next month, a month from now, essentially, we have three shows, two of which were during the same time um, that we kind of have to plan. So it's right now we're in full swing of just like fever mode, trying to get everything all lined up as far as equipment goes and collateral and what announcements we might be making. Well, what pricing are we going to talk about if we're talking about pricing promotions? Yep. So it kind of just like throws everything in at once. It yep. makes it super challenging. It does make, I mean, typically, you know, on a, again, I still hate it like this, but, but you know, I'm going to try to go glass half full here and yep. be the optimist. It does make that March, April time frame a little bit less intense. Sure. Which, sure. Okay. That's a little bit better. I, I, I think I would rather have an intense time period than in a month off in yeah. January. Well, no, I think, yeah. So it's nice having those times, that time off because it kind of gets you ready for those. Cause you know, every year, March and April are going to be tough. They're going to be super busy. Yeah. And I think having a, a a month where you don't have a trade show 
or more than a month that you don't have a trade show, it makes it easier. Yeah. So, well, and that was, uh, we'll, we'll dig more deeply into Heli Expo here in the next, uh, coming, coming, coming episodes. episodes. Not only that, but at some point. talking about 2020 here, talking about 2020, we'll tell you guys about 2020 and, and kind of where we're going personally, professionally and whatever's in between. So with a new format, yep of a podcast that may have saltier language and shorter episodes that are more consumable. We're gearing up to end this one because this is about as much content as you're going to get from us uh, from now on. So if you don't like it, consider donating money so we can afford something to edit these and make them longer again. Yeah. Consider time consuming process. We don't have a Patreon page, but we do accept cash and checks. Yeah. We'll accept cash checks. I do enjoy a crisp high five, crisp high five. I do enjoy solid eye contact. Ooh, you know what else is good? What's that? Cake and pie. Mm, Mmm. Says the gluten free guy. Hey, you can have gluten free cakes and pie. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's cake and pie. You're like, Ooh, it's gluten free. Oh, that's, that's, that's messed up, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? I feel better about it. So, well, it's, a, it's your feelings are all that I care to hear about these days. That's not true. That's not true at all. <sighs> anyway. Anyways. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode one, season two. Hey. Which uh, I'm not going to say the, the rest. Of no. <laughs> no, we're not going to number them because no. it's the Wild West for when we release them, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it gets a little crazy. <laughs> but see you next time. See ya. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Life Adventure PS and Instagram Life Adventures Pete Simpson. views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely that of the collaborators and do not necessarily represent the thoughts or opinions of the authors, employers, organizations, committees, or other groups or individuals.